1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God.
2: And I am Pastor Ventani from Ramo Word of Faith, the Word Church. And again, we've been speaking on, uh, actually, church building. And uh, we've been uh, focusing on the scripture in 1 Corinthians and uh, chapter 3. And I'm going to just pick it up at verse 9. It says, for we are God's fellow workers, for you are God's field, for you are God's building. Not the church facility. You are God's building. so we have to get a revelation of that. That greater is he that lives in us than he just in the world. That God doesn't reside in a building. He resides in us. I'm going to keep reading a little more. Verse 10. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds. And now I'm going to relate that to the fivefold ministry. In Ephesians 4, 11, he says he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists and pastors and some teachers for the equipping or perfecting or building up of the saints for the work and ministry. Till so we come into the full stature of the measure of Christ Jesus. Till so we come to start looking like Jesus? So you should have quality subcontractors or general contractors building on your house, which is your body, which is you, the body of Christ. So, and you're going to see where I'm going with this in a minute. Verse 11, for no other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid in Christ Jesus. Verse 12, now if anyone builds on this foundation, which is Christ Jesus, with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. Fire means trials and tribulations, storms that come in our lives. And the fire or those tests and trials and tribulations will test each one's work of what sort it is. I mean, we're going to find out who you're allowed to build on your house when a when fire comes through there. Did you have some quality building materials building on your house or you had some subpar stuff? In verse 14, if anyone works which he has built on endures, it will receive a reward. And if anyone work is burned, he will suffer loss. So now I'm going to relate that to something I'm studying I'm reading a book called another gospel and Paul talked about that and we talk about it on this broadcast in Galatians you know he said who be with you but I'm going to pick this up this is what we're going to start off about being built on in Galatians chapter one verse six again he writes I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you into the grace of Christ to a different gospel or another gospel which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. See, there's people out there that's really perverting the gospel of Christ, meaning they have those subpar building materials, and they want to build it on you. They want to impart that other gospel, which is apart from grace, into you. And you, as a Christian, have to be aware of that. And uh, we know that because Jesus told us, beware, false prophets are going to come. He actually referred to them as, as wolves in sheep's clothing. <laughs> They're going to come in and pervert the flock or try to sow some seeds that are not from this gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, see, the gospel,
1: the, the other gospel that he's specifically referencing there in Galatians is the gospel of works. Right, they, they wanted to go back to works.
2: I got that right in my Bible, too, of works. Right, I wrote it in there, yeah. of works.
1: They want to go back to works. Right, And that is so easy for us because, you know, the Bible says, be holy as God is holy. And so what do we think that means? Oh, now I've got to do things. Now I can't smoke. I can't drink. I can't go to the movie. I can't dance. can't play cards. Right. right. You can't things, play cards. All these things that you can't do, you know, rather than it being by grace. It With is grace? easy to want to... You know, how many times have we talked on this show about how often people realize they have to be saved by grace? They can't be saved by works. But then once they're saved, they think they have to do works to keep the grace.
2: No, no. It's still a free gift.
1: Right. I mean, we're saved by grace at the beginning, middle, and end. Well,
2: that's why he's, Jesus said if, if you continue in the faith, you got to continue w- in what you started in, the free right. gift. grace. Yeah, grace. You don't start to come in by grace and okay, now it's time for me. Give me a list of all the works I got to do but how many to keep times, this grace. How many?
1: How many people have you talked to, and
2: I have that? That's what they. actually Well, how happens? many ministry leaders make people believe that? Right. That's what he was talking about over in Corinthians too. He says, "Okay, if you let somebody come in and build this on you, when the fires of life come, you're going to get burned. So you have to be mindful. Uh, are you walking that 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 straight and narrow, that narrow road called grace, or are you on this?" This wide and broadened road. Remember, Jesus said something about the broad road. It leads to destruction. But that narrow one, grace, it continues to lead you into all righteousness. And that's where we have to be mindful to stay. And that's why I'm always tell Christians, and uh, it's written, uh, what is it that I think it's in 1 Peter. It talks about work out your own salvation. You have to uh, be accountable for your own salvation, that you stay in grace. Because you got some wolves and sheep clothing. We we'll want to get you into this other gospel called works.
1: <laughs> so, and and then we also get called back into the world. You right. know, we, we talk so much. People probably have this scripture memorized that we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We're not to be conformed to this world any longer, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind and how easy it and and we'll probably get to it at some point later on in this same chapter when he talks about the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. The wisdom of this world, when you talk about the world and what the world says is important and what the world says and how the world says that you should act, it's easy for us to want to go back into the world's wisdom and do things the world. Because
2: here's the world's wisdom, and we've been programmed in that. The world teaches you rewards is based on works. If, if I do enough works or Brown knows the boss enough, I'll, I'll get a promotion. And, and you know, and our our Bible tells us that promotion doesn't come from man. For the Christian, it comes from the Father, and it's going to come to us as we continue to stay in grace. <laughs> right. Stay in grace. When you miss the mark, mean you're not ashamed, or you don't let sin or a con- condemnation come in. You go ahead and confess it to the Father, and understand that He cleanses you from all sin and restores back to your righteousness, and you keep walking that. That, that's great and narrow. Well, see, and
1: then the wisdom of the world says do unto others before they do unto you. You know, the world says get revenge on people. The, and the world's, world's wisdom the, has all kinds and of and things. And the world are, says
2: you, you you better show some remorse for a long time and don't come out and, and sit in the corner for two weeks. Don't come to, You better not come to Sunday service after what you did last week. The world, through the devil, because we were well, also not you're against not. special love. Right, right. right. He, he, the world helps reinforce that you can't come to service. Because you know how you act a fool last week. So you need to stay home for a couple of months till uh, you feel better. <laughs> till you feel better. But we walk by faith, not by feelings. So that we plus
1: have, the fact the devil loves that. If he can get you to stay home for a couple of months, he would probably get you to stay home forever. Right,
2: right, right. Because you You can't go back to that building after what you've done. That's what he builds up in your mind. Scripture refers to him as strongholds. So he kind of holds you down with these thoughts. And we got to keep, Scripture said he would keep those in perfect peace as their mind is focused and, and, and fixed and trusted on him. God wants us to have the mind of Christ. And it said, you know, Jesus thought it not robbery to be equal with God. And we know the devil used people to con- accuse Jesus of everything. We talked about it the other day. The devil used people to accuse Jesus of casting out demons by demons. Jesus didn't let none of that stick. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, he must have did what the scripture tells us to do to cast down that thought in every imagination. Well, we know that Jesus did that in the wilderness with Satan. Satan was trying to make some other stuff think, stick. If you be, if you be, do this, do this, do that. Jesus kept on declaring, it is written. He was, uh, kept on declaring what the word says. He wasn't looking at his own self. He was looking at the truth, which is the word of God.
1: See, and then what was the devil hitting him with? The devil was hitting him with the same things that people are still seeking today. Right. Wealth. Right. I'll give you all this. I'll give you Fame. all this. I'll give you all this. And people are still seeking those same the same things that the devil is offering Jesus. He's still offering people today. And we just, we want to get them, And if we're not careful, we succumb to him. Because it sounds wise in some way. Of course you want to be famous. Well, of course you want to be rich. Well, of course you want to do this and that and the other. But those things are not always what God wants for us. Are there people that are rich that God wanted to be rich? Certainly. Are there people that are famous that God wanted to be famous? Certainly. But when that becomes our goal, when that's what we want rather than what God has for us, that's when we run into
2: trouble. Well, again, I always say the devil will make you rich if you do his will. Again, back to Jesus in the wilderness as an example. He told Jesus, all of this, the wealth of the world, the glory I'll give to you if you bow down and worship me. Meaning, if you come and live for me, do my will, I'll make you rich. He does that a lot. I believe he does it a lot in the movie, in the music industry.
1: Well, he does it every day with all kinds of people.
2: Yeah. He'll make you rich. He'll make you famous because he still has some authority in his realm. And he said, I'll make you rich if you do my will. And our job is to submit to God, resist the devil, his influence, and the scripture says he'll flee from us. Because can't nobody do you like Jesus? (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. You know, God has a better plan than the devil has for my life and for your life. He does. And that's what we got to believe. And Jesus knew that. That's why he kept on resisting them with the word. Get away from me, Satan, with all that junk. I know who I am. I know what the promises I have, and and the scripture said, you know. And here's the thing with the devil, he didn't just come one time at Jesus with a with something attempt to tempt him and just leave. He kept coming back. <laughs> he kept coming back. So that means you got to stay strong in the Lord. You got to be built up because it's just like if you're in a a boxing match, you know, if you get hit one time and it's over, jeez. You probably didn't do your homework. You probably didn't train enough. You know, but if you could take a couple punches, that's what Jesus did. He took some punches, man. Because remember, he fasted for 40 days, and then he was led into the wilderness. So we know, you know, fasting makes you weak physically, but it builds you up spiritually. Well, and then it
1: says the devil left him to wait a more convenient be time. Right, right. He's uh, always he going to come he back. He's going to come back. Well, he came back. And that's back. what he does with us. He, he doesn't just say, okay, well, uh, old Vince, he he... He stood tough this time, so I guess I'm leaving him alone. No, well, he's gonna wait for another. Well, day Well, we come know back he came
2: again. back to Jesus as the accuser. Remember, he was using people to accuse Jesus of, of lots of things that Jesus wasn't. He came back, and he came back as Jesus and Peter was walking down the road when Jesus was telling Peter what was going to happen to him, and Peter's like, uh, basically, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah. Jesus spoke to Satan right then, who was working through Peter. He says, "Get behind me, Satan." For you're not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. He looked right at Peter and said that. But he was talking to that demonic spirit that was influencing Peter to open his mouth and say that. Right. So he came back at an, another opportune time. But every time he did, Jesus had something for him. And now that's, remember, Jesus is our role model. He's our example. Every time the devil comes to us with a thought that's not from the truth, we're to, we're to get rid of it. We just put the hand up, say No get behind me, Satan. Take that thought. And it might even be
1: something that sounds good. Oh, yeah. Because here's Jesus telling him what's going to happen to him. And now Peter's saying, nope, I'm not going to let that happen while I'm around. That would sound
2: good. That would sound like, oh, oh, Peter's for me, man. He's (laughs) got my back.
1: All right, man. Peter, you're right. Let's do it. Right, right, right. And so that's how the devil works, too, is that a lot of the things that he says
2: sound good on the surface. Well, that's why the scripture tells us this, Richard. There's a way out. That seems right to a man, but in the end, is death. It's now, what if bad. Jesus would have took Peter's route? <laughs> He'd have listened to Peter on that one. would we be?
1: Right. See, and it was ultimately all about us. All right. I tell people all the time, the cross was ultimately about all of us.
2: Yes, yeah, about humanity. God's loving his creation and want to redeem, reconcile, and restore us back to him. That's the good news. And back to what we were talking about, if anybody's preaching another gospel besides that one, they're telling me, now nah, I got to work for it. No, Jesus, when he said on Calvary, it is finished, guess what, Richard? It was finished.
1: See, and I tell people this all the time. Christianity, every other... The difference between Christianity and every other religion is works. Every other religion ultimately is works-based. You got to go...
2: We know some religions, you got to go kill a whole lot of people. Actually, you might have to blow yourself up too, Richard, while you're at it.
1: But every other religion, I don't care which one it is, ultimately goes back to some sort of works. Christianity says... And knows, God said, there's no works you can do. You can't do any works to get to me. So I'm going to send my son to die in your stead because there's no works that you could possibly do. And this is where the faith comes in.
2: But I'm going to give you some wisdom, some instruction on how to have life and have it more abundantly. Remember, all my commands, they're not burdensome. I'm going to give you some instruction because I'm a responsible heavenly father. Just like us with our children. The things we tell our kids, the, us that, who are responsible parents, it's not to hurt them, it's to help them. And that's what God says, what I've given you in my word? Oh, that's to help you. It ain't to keep you from not having fun. Right. I'm trying to keep you in the blessing zone.
1: Right. We, we need to know that everything that God says is for our good. This is why God hates sin. When you look at sin... Sin always hurts people. Doesn't matter what the sin is, someone always gets hurt. And so we hate things that hurt our children. Even my children are adults now. I still think of my children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our, we hate things that hurt them. I don't like anything that hurts my kids, even still to this day. And that's the way God is with us. He hates sin because sin always hurts his children. And it never fails to hurt his children. So he hates it right from the start.
2: Right. And I'm going to give you a little more revelation on the scripture in Galatians chapter one, but we're going to pick it up at verse eight. Well, we'll look back at verse seven, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. Yeah, it's Satan and his demons. They want to pervert the gospel of Christ. They're going to use people just like that example we use with Peter. Peter didn't know. The Bible says that satan is a deceiver and then that's the deal the people there's a lot of people who are being used by satan they're deceived they don't even know it peter thought what he was doing was was good sounded good this is it right here jesus i got this i got you but no but jesus told him something too in the end remember peter you're gonna deny me three times now that was the truth and guess what Peter said on that? Well, one? No, no way, Lord, I ain't going to do that.
1: Even if the rest of these guys, I'll die with you. Right, right, right. Don't no so, mind what the rest of them So do.
2: I guess Jesus in his gospel is the truth, the way, and the life. But back to the scripture, verse 8. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Ooh, that's bad right there. Verse 9. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what we have received, let him be a curse. For I do not, for I do, or do I now persuade men or a God? Or do I seek to please men? or if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. So he said, you know what? Because men have you try to do a lot of works to please them. Yeah, but God says, no, no, no. All you need to do is please, please me. And he says it in 1 John. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you, when you receive him, that's how you got saved. Now continue in that. Just continue to believe on him. And Jesus' name is called in Revelations, the word of God. He said, just keep on believing on the word of God. And again, I tell people, you got the Holy Spirit living in you. Remember? He ain't in the building. He, You are the building. He's living in you. His job is is to lead and guide you into all truth. His God job is to give you revelation knowledge, to bear witness to the truth of God's word. So if anybody come to you with something contrary to the message of grace, I, I know a lot of people out here, man, I've been seeing them, man. They just, they have ministries of condemnation. That's what they're doing. They're all just condemning everybody. Like, man, a Christian can't make it around you guys. I was met with somebody the other day. I'm like, wow, we don't have a chance messing with you guys and they're out preaching this stuff what do you think about once save always saved, uh, dude i'm trying to work out my own salvation <laughs> and, and that's their whole ministry what do you think about what uh, something about joel osteen he would uh, you picking on everybody what about you what about grace where who made us the judge now now we start when you're in works now you that's when you start judging Remember the religious people?
1: Well, that's the only way you can do it. Right. right? I there mean, it if is. It's about works. You have to figure out what's right, what's wrong. What so, are the rules? Right, right. No what are shalt the rules? Thou shalt not. So if you get out of the confines of the rules, I can judge you. Maybe? Right. Well, see, then I know that you are a sinner, heathen scum, right. going straight to hell because you aren't doing what the rules say you should be well, doing. Well, back to the
2: one. Who is the word? Remember what Jesus said when somebody wanted to judge? He said, before you pull the speck out your brother's eye, <laughs> yeah, get that beam pull there. the beam out of yours. <laughs> he was telling us something right there about works. Because we always want to judge somebody else's walk. No, he says, no, work out your own salvation. So, you know but, what? You know,
1: to go back to what you were talking about there just a minute ago, this is why people like the rules. Because I th- I honestly think it's easier to live by the rules than it is to live by the spirit. Oh, yeah. Because if you're going to live by the rules, who's making the rules, number one? Men. Right.
2: I that's mean, what, ultimately, that's men what he was just saying rules. in the scripture right here. That's what he was saying right here in verse 10. Or do I now persuade men or God?
1: Right. See, so men are going to make the rules. That's well, who's going to make them. So we're going to make ones that we
2: like. Right. Or do I seek to please men? Well, if I still please men, I will not be a bondservant of Christ. You say, I, I ain't out here trying to please men. I'm a servant of Christ. So
1: we set up these rules, and we make these rules, and we say, okay, you you do this, and you don't do that, and as long as you stay in these rules, then we know you're okay. But as soon as you get out of those rules, you know then those, we know you're not. You know not. what
2: those rules do, Richard? They, they, they draw you further and further from the truth. But
1: see, God. it's easier for people, though, see, because let's say you make up some rules, and the rules are you don't smoke. Well, you say, well, I never want to smoke anyway, so I can do that one. I, I've talked to people, you know, they say, I'm going to give this up for Lent, and there's something they don't do anyway. So, so they don't smoke They So I'm giving up smoking for Lent. Well, that's no sacrifice because they don't do it anyway. But we make up these rules and say, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you got to do that. Once you have those rules and you kind of get in line with them, that's easier than living by the Spirit because if you're going to live by the Spirit, you're going to have to listen to the Spirit all the time.
2: And the gonna See, I can kill. memorize
1: those rules once and be done... If I'm going to live by the Spirit, i got to listen to the Spirit all the time. And
2: here's the deal about listening to the voice of the Spirit. He's probably, most of the time, he's going to tell you to do something that don't make sense. Like forgiving the one that just cut you off in traffic. He, or forgiving for- the
1: boss. Or and- forgiving a
2: relative. It, it ain't going to make sense, but it's going to make faith. So remember the Scripture in Corinthians talking about the wisdom of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. So God's going to tell you to do something that may seem foolish to your intellect. But he says, no, that, that's that's faith right there. Bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Don't trade evil for evil. Overcome evil with good. That don't make no sense. <laughs> not from our society. Well, it's we've not been, even any fun. Right. It ain't even. <laughs> fun. So, uh, yeah. So God's going to tell you to stay in love. He's going to tell you if you miss the mark. He said, confess it, and he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1-9. So people are like, well, that's too easy. Well, that's it. It's right. been paid for on Calvary. That, that's all I got to do. is. That's all you got to do. And I can keep coming to service on Sunday. Yep, that's it. Remember, Scripture tells us this too. You, If a brother falls, you who are spiritual, restore such a one. What works tell you to do? Condemn them. Condemn them. What they call it? Excommunicate (laughs) them. You know, tell them he can't show up. Oh, man, I was listening to some guys. I was going to say some cats about a year ago, man. I'm serious. I ain't coming down on no denomination. But it it was Jehovah's Witnesses. And uh, the guy had did something. Him and his wife had a a disagreement. And they told him, uh, man, you know what? You can't come into services for about six months. And we ain't talking to you either. We see, and the, they were giving instructions. There's some churches around here that ain't Jehovah's Witnesses the Chico that do that. If we see you, shun them. Break north. Don't even say nothing to them. So they're a little harsh on that. And instead of demonstrating love, you know, they demonstrate the opposite of love, you know. And I could see if the guy did something heinous, like, you know, an axe murderer Him and his wife just had a disagreement. They excommunicated him.
1: Well, see, the thing about excommunication that I've always found interesting, it doesn't matter what religion it is, a man can't put you in God's family.
2: Right. How can they put
1: put you out? Right. So if you're in God's family, you're a child of God. No man can come along and say to you, nope, you're out. Because no
2: man didn't justify you.
1: Right. No man can put you in. So certainly no man can take you out. And it'd be like somebody, I have two daughters, they're in my family. Nobody's going to come along and tell me they're out of your family. No man can come along and tell me that.
2: I saw them do this, Richard, and I just want to let them know uh, they're no longer in the family.
1: <laughs> it's like, seriously? <laughs> you can't, you can't, You didn't put them in and you can't take them out. And and there's just way too much. You know, I don't know how we got off on judging, but there's but, just but, way too much of what goes on Let's today. keep
2: reading in Galatians chapter one. We're at verse 11 now. Look what it says. And this is the Apostle Paul. But I made known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is, not, is not according to man. For I neither received it from man nor was taught it. Yeah, I told you the Holy Spirit is going to teach you. But it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, greater is he that's in you than he's in the world. When you get saved, the Holy Spirit is going to start revealing to you things about Jesus Christ. That's his job. That's the helper Jesus said that the Father is going to send you after he ascended. He's going to lead and guide you into all truth. He's he going to bear witness to the word of God. So now that's why the Bible says to, uh, uh, test the spirits to see if they're from the Lord. So you have to do that. You have to make sure what you're receiving, even from spiritual leaders, is, is this in line with
0: the word of God? Is
2: this freedom was just keeping me condemned well we're out of time but we're definitely not out of faith and we don't remind you as you go through this week continue to keep walking by faith